0: Welcome to Mind, Body, Soul Radio, broadcasting from New York City with Mind, Body, Soul Yoga Studio founder and mystic mama, Alyssa Snow. Awakening, healing, yoga. We're getting real and we're getting gritty because as they say, no mud, no lotus. And now your host, Alyssa Snows. Hello, hello, everybody. This is Alyssa Snow joining you for another episode of Mind, Body, Soul Radio. Let's tune in together as we do. Wherever you are, close your eyes and take a nice deep breath in, and a complete breath out. I honor the father, the intellect, the healthy problem-solving psychological mind. I honor my father, all fathers before him and all fathers now. I honor those qualities within him and me and all. I honor the mother, the nurturing, unconditional love of a full heart. I honor my mother, all mothers before her and all mothers now. I honor those qualities within her and me and all. I honor the teacher and the carriers of knowledge that become wisdom, teachers that come in all forms and all situations. I honor them. I honor the teacher and the wisdom within me and all around me. Life is a teacher and I am its student. I honor God and the loving energy of intentional creation. I honor creation in its natural time. I honor the creation of myself and life all around me. I honor creation as an expression of love. I invite my teachers and my masters and all beings of the light with me in this day, in this practice, in this podcast, please infuse my mind and my heart with the light of my soul so I may know to surrender and not control. So what have I been thinking about lately? You know what I've been thinking about? When your inner voice is mean. I've encountered this subject frequently lately, and actually even with my own self. And I often don't necessarily think that I have a particularly mean inner dialogue. But one of the things I I think we notice when we come onto our yoga mat, and we spend some time in silence, with our breath with our body, as we begin to really become aware of that internal chatter, and the voice that's constantly going. And we begin to realize when that internal chatter is you know, more neutral or even kind and when it's not and how that makes us feel. And, and it's very interesting because we learn in yoga that we're not our thoughts and we learn these tools and techniques to detach from our thinking, to observe our thinking, to become the witness of our thinking, yet we become immersed And we believe our thoughts, even when we know they're not true. It's tricky. It's very tricky. A couple of weeks ago, I... Maybe it was like, yeah, it was two weeks ago or so. I was feeling particularly strong in my yoga practice. Like really beautiful and strong and seamless. And I thought, okay, maybe I'm going to... Maybe I'm going to sort of combat that fear of posting a video of myself doing yoga on Instagram. So many people do it and they're always so gorgeous. I thought I'm going to do this. I'm totally going to do this. I'm going to record most of my practice, which is, it's actually kind of a long practice, but I thought maybe I'd do like that fast forward feature that everybody uses. I have absolutely no idea how to do that, but I I figured I could figure it out. And So I did it. I I practiced and I recorded myself and I set it all up like, you know, you do an Instagram, you make everything all pretty and I felt wonderful. I felt strong and I finished up my practice and I, I, I looked at the video and I have to tell you, I couldn't get through three minutes of it without my mind issuing an onslaught of negative chatter. Oh my God, you're so fat. Oh my gosh, look at that belly. Oh my gosh, look at those arms. How'd you get those arms so big? I mean, it was just, it was cruel is what it was. It was cruel. My mind generated all of these thoughts about my physical body that were unkind, that I would never ever say to anyone else. You would never even occur to us to say these things to someone else. Yet my mind generated these thoughts. And I was really, I turned, the, I turned the phone off and I put it down and I just sort of went on with my day, but I was, I was rattled. And it sort of brought me into a little bit of a funk, you know, like, oh, I guess, you know, I'm not so strong anyway. I guess I could lose 20 pounds or I guess that this, this is what, you know, my body looks like at 45 and, oh, you know, you'll never lose any weight and all these sort of mean things in my mind. And then I sort of I guess I let that go or it faded or, you know, I didn't engage that anymore because I didn't watch the video again. And then a couple of days later, maybe maybe even a week later, I took a picture of myself after yoga. And it took like three pictures, by the way, to get one I liked. (laughs) So there's that and I posted it and I talked about how, you know, we always see with the negative about us. I sort of talked around that experience that I had had with the video. But I posted a picture that I liked. And I sort of talked about how, you know, our negative mind processes and talks about all these negative things about us, but it's about how we feel. So the teaching was there. But I put it out there with an image that I liked of myself. And of course, everybody has to respond so sweetly, Oh, you're so beautiful. La la la. And that's Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate that. But I I felt that the teaching was lacking because I wasn't being 100% authentic about what my experience was just less than a week before. And even further, I I didn't post that video. I didn't post that video that you may see differently than me, right, of my physical form. I didn't post that. I didn't have the courage to do that. I still don't, actually. Because my thoughts were so mean about it. And I suppose maybe I think that because my mind was generating those particular thoughts, that your mind will generate those particular thoughts about me. Right? Because we sort of assume that our inner world is sort of everybody else's inner world. It's really tricky and it, and it stops you in your tracks. And it's wrong. And even though I realize that it's wrong, like I know that on an intellectual level, I still can't stop it from letting it stop me from posting that video. And I find this really interesting. Because where did that programming come from in my mind? Where did that thought stream of what I should look like or shouldn't look like come from. I know I didn't come from a, a childhood that, you know valued physical beauty or thinness or any sort of level of, of um, physical aspiration. I, I didn't grow up that way. So the pattern didn't happen from my family, but I'm realizing that the pattern of thinking, happened from the very culture that we live in. And all of the images that I see of people practicing yoga on Instagram and other places, even in real life, right? Everybody's physical form that's out there in the media looks a certain way. I don't look that way anymore. Now, I did look that way, interestingly enough, for a long time. (laughs) Right? In my 20s and 30s. I did look like that. And I didn't give it any thought, right? I didn't give it any thought. And, and and what's even more interesting is that I knew. I knew that the images that were being pushed out into the world were false. I worked for a magazine... Many years ago, that um, put beautiful women on the cover. It was a pop culture magazine, and there was one instance where the the designer or the head the head designer was working on the cover image, and it was a, a picture of a model, a very tall, thin model, who was sort of bending over a small motorcycle. It was such a wrong picture on so many levels, but he was taking a pencil on InDesign, right, which is the software he was using. He was taking a pencil and he was sort of Erasing her butt and the back of her her hamstring, so the back of her thigh and her butt. He was making them thinner. Now this girl was a walking, thin, very thin girl to begin with. But I said to him, "Dude, that what you're doing is like anatomically incorrect. If she tried to stand up, she would have no musculature to actually support that move, and she'd topple over." And he looked at me and he says, Ugh, Alyssa, this isn't a Dove commercial. We're just trying to make her more beautiful." And I was like, whoa, okay. Reason number one, I left that job, actually. But I realized that we've got these sort of men, graphic designers, putting out images of women that they believe are beautiful, and beautiful equals really ridiculously thin. So this is the message. So this is the message I received. And even though I disagreed with it on some level... It got programmed in there. Because I'm having trouble accepting images of my own self that don't match up with that. That is such a huge teaching for me. Like, you know, like even right now as I say this. Can we be brave and just be who we are? But this internal dialogue that we've got going on, this programming, it gets in our way. Because it just stops us in our tracks. And I've been working with a couple of people lately, privately, that have such mean, and maybe even violent self dialogue. You know, imagine if your mind was generating thoughts that said, No, you're not good enough to receive this. This isn't this isn't for you. This is you're not good enough for this. You never do anything. You never do anything worthwhile. No one likes you. You always say the wrong thing. I mean, imagine if all day long, you were walking around with an internal dialogue. That was mean. So I I want you to realize that there are a lot of people out there in the world that this is happening to. And when we realize that, I think that our, our level of compassion for other people has to increase, it has to increase, because that's painful. Their external expression, their external circumstance may be very, very fine, they may have very good jobs, have seemingly nice lives, right? But this internal experience, well, that's really painful and that's really hard to work with and can lead to depression, actually does lead to depression, anxiety, drug and alcohol addiction. Because oftentimes the only time, the only way that folks can calm that mind or shut that mind down is to numb it out. And so what do we do Right, We all have this to a certain extent. Now, I don't have a negative self-dialogue following me around all day. And that's a blessing. That's a blessing for me. But I know what it feels like to have that. And what it does to your actions. Meaning, it changes my actions. It changed what I was going to do. I was going to post something on social media and I didn't. No, that's a benign story, right? That's not that huge of a deal compared to other folks that are walking around with internal dialogues that are, that are literally keeping them stuck in life. And so where, you know, where do these, these internal voices come from? And I think that it's important for us to remember like the very first primary teaching of yoga And it should be like, honestly, the very first primary teaching of life. Like we need to teach our kids this at a very young age. We are not our thoughts. We are not our thoughts. Our thoughts are essentially this electrical current running in our neurological processes like it's just electric electricity in our brains. And so imagine that your brains have these grooves, like you can imagine the picture of your brain, right, a brain. And it's got all of these grooves. And in these grooves, the same sort of electrical impulses are charging all the time and they're wiring and firing. And when we get used to this internal dialogue that we have... It's just the same wiring and firing over and over again in these same grooves. It's like a train on its track. I think I talked about this a couple of episodes ago. How do we jump that track? How do we change our thinking? You know, the first step, gotta become aware of your thinking. You have to become aware of it, which is really hard because the thinking has been with us for so long, right? And when our internal dialogue is particularly cruel or mean, it's been almost hypnotizing us for our whole lives. So it's it's almost a matter of unhypnotizing ourselves from our own thinking. And so when I work with people, the very first step we, we, we start with is, we're not our thinking, observe, observe that thinking, observe when that comes up when your mind is generating mean or horrible thoughts to yourself. Now sometimes we're so in it we can't we can't get out of it, right? We're immersed. So then the next step is where are you feeling it in your body? Where in your body are you feeling that negative thought vibration? Now for me it's always the belly, straight up. It's always the belly. As soon as I get nervous or upset about anything, my belly starts screaming. And it's a beautiful gift, I think. I, used to, I spent so long trying to understand what the hell was going on with my belly. Because it was always aching. Like, you know that feeling you get when you have nervous, like that butterfly feeling? It's that times 100. It's really unpleasant. And I didn't understand for a long time, honestly, that this was, in fact, stress hormones being released, cortisol being released in my gut. It was a physical experience of stress. And my own thoughts, worry, anxiety, whatever was going on, were stressing me out. Now, for lots of folks, they feel it in the heart, a constriction in the heart, a tightness in the heart, or a shortness of breath, or a stopping of the breath. For others, it's headaches. For others, it's You know, a malaise, a feeling of just depletion of energy overall. And so can we check in with ourselves? Or even as my my friend Selena uses the term, use these sensations as an alarm clock to wake us up. And so when my belly hurts like that, I'm like, oh, okay, something's up. Let me check in. Let me check in with what, what am I feeling? What am I thinking? Where's my thoughts? What are they saying to me? Am I immersing in them? Am I agreeing with them? Right, my old pattern of, oh, this is so hard. You got to work hard. You got to work hard. Got to work hard at it. Got to work hard at it. Got to do it. Got to work hard. Got to work hard. That's a bit of a bitch, honestly, because that keeps you working all the time. No rest, no rest. So I stopped believing that, honestly. I stopped almost countering it with, okay, my mind says that I have to work hard right now. I'm going to take the day off. Seriously, I've done that. When there was a full-on urgency to do something, to fix something, in particular cash flow, right? Because that's my, my big lesson, teacher, money. In particular, when I would have... A difficult time with cash flow, and not enough money was coming in to for what I needed to 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 be to pay i would my mind would generate do something, do something, just do something and now there was nothing to do sometimes there's nothing to do or nothing you can do, and so I would just do nothing and over time what that started what I started to realize was. Things don't fall apart when you do nothing. Things don't fall apart when you relax. Actually, things are just fine. And your experience in life is so much better. And so I guess step two, after we begin to observe the thoughts and we realize we're having these thoughts, and we realize that our self-dialogue is particularly cruel and it's creating... A desire to harm yourself, a desire to numb, it's creating a depression, it's creating something that you don't want, then we have to step back and counter it, counter it with an affirmation, I am worthy, I am loved, I am perfect just as I am, or counter it with an actual experience that cancels out the thought. So I recently working with someone who who has trouble receiving, asking for help. Really, that's a better way to put it, asking for help. And so to reprogram some of that, I'm literally making him receive free sessions with me. (laughs) I'm not sure that's a great business decision. But I don't care because it's, it's literally what he needs to reprogram it, to receive help with nothing in exchange. And that moved so much energy from him in terms of emotional energy to receive that. It was really powerful. And just the act of receiving something without having to give in to return when you're so uncomfortable receiving starts to change the programming. When you're used to harming yourself, to calm and quiet those negative voices, what can you do to take care of yourself? Can you make choices that actively contradict that you're worthless? You should just go away. Sort of internal dialogue. Can you go to a yoga class? Can you take a nice bath and calm yourself? Can you meditate? Can you go for a run? Or eat a nourishing meal? Whatever it is that you know that you need... Or your body and your mind and your your soul need to counteract that voice in your mind that says, nah, just do this, you'll feel better. Have a drink, you'll feel better. Have a smoke, you'll feel better. The more we listen to our minds, the more trouble there is. The more pain there is. Eckhart Tolle has a has a funny little joke, he says, don't take your mind so seriously. And that's, that's a great quote. But it's very difficult for for most of us. Because our thoughts are with us, they're there, they're with us, they're close, they're, you know, they're and they're complicated, there is there is connected to us as anything, they're interwoven with our mind, body, spirit complex. But yet, they're not us. But yet, they're wrong. What's right and what's truth comes not in words generated by this chemicals in the brain. What's truth tends to come in feeling in sensations, which is born from silence and stillness and that space in between the thoughts. It's a feeling, being connected and feeling whole and feeling one with everything around us. This is, this is not something we can access through thinking. Thinking can't get us there. But silence can. Observing the thinking can. Canceling out the negative thoughts by, you know, countering them with affirmations or actions that that are literally the opposite can help. But believing them and engaging them and immersing, mm -mm, that's not going to help us. In fact, that just leads to further insanity and further immersing with the egoic mind, which is what we're talking about here. This computer programming of our life experiences that just seems to have wants to, to take over the whole game of our life. We have to take back control. And so if you're listening and you're finding that you hear, you understand what that means to have an internal dialogue that's particularly challenging. And we all have our own personal themes, if you will. A, what can you do to stay more aware of this internal dialogue and not believe it, not let it affect your energy system first? You observe it. Observe the thoughts that they're happening. And then two, you can use the sensations in your body as a, a wake-up call, as an alarm clock to become aware of your thoughts. Because honestly, these thought streams are stressful. And stress creates a physical experience in our bodies. So let's connect with that physical experience and use it. Use it to wake up and then counter it, counter the thoughts with affirmations, with actions, with silence takes time. It takes a lot of time, but slowly and over time, those thoughts and those you know, those themes and those thought vibrations, they'll 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 quiet down, they'll calm down, they'll they'll have less of a hold over you. Now I don't know if I'm brave enough still yet to post that video of myself practicing yoga that I haven't even watched three minutes of. <laughs> but I do know that it's not true. Now I may be a little chunkier than your average yogi on on Instagram. But what I feel is so much more important. I feel strong. I'm building and landscaping my backyard in the Bronx. This has been like such an amazing experience because it's literally countering this action that I'm doing. Actions is countering this thought vibration that I had while watching that video my husband and I went to Home Depot and we bought like 3,500 pounds of stone like pavers and stones to build a brick wall for a garden and the Home Depot dudes were loading it up on the truck and they were like how you can get this off the truck and my, my husband and I were like well we're gonna do that and they were looking at us like we were insane and I was like dude doesn't know me I like to work hard <laughs> But we did it. We unloaded the truck and then we hauled those bricks up the stairs into the house, through the house because it's like a brownstone type house in the city and to through the house into the backyard. Took all day. And I felt so strong, man. I felt so strong and so capable and so healthy. Did it matter that I got a little extra cushion? No. Not one person I know has ever complained about my little extra cushion. My husband never does. He loves me. He thinks my body's beautiful. And so what I'm seeing in that video or in that mirror it's not what everybody else sees. And so I have to reconcile that. That's my work. I have to reconcile that. And I'll do that somehow, but mostly I'm going to do that through doing things that make me feel strong, like building brick walls in my backyard and hauling around 50 pound pavers and feeling strong and saying in my mind to myself, you are strong, you are healthy, you are fit because that's what my experience is, because that's what I'm doing. And so I don't know, maybe the next time I go and take a look at that video, I'll see something different. I'll see a woman who can do that physically, who can haul stone all day <laughs> and then build a brick wall. Because <gasps> that's pretty rocking. So give yourself the opportunity to prove yourself wrong in your mind. Don't listen to those thoughts, especially when they're negative. Don't take them so seriously. It's just chatter. It's just chaos. It's just noise. Instead, prove your thoughts wrong. Do the opposite. Shine, shine your beautiful light, no matter what your mind says. Find the space in between the thoughts. Find that connection to your deepest self and know that that's truth. That's who you are. That's who we all are. I hope you have a beautiful day. Satnam. Namaste. Peace out.